Konnichiwa! Welcome to In Our Community Podcast Season 2, where we talk about life, fitness, youth training, nutrition, and more. Recorded at Resurrection Movement Studio in Danville, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Coach Hitty, and sitting across from me is our lovely co-host, one and only, Coach Michelle. Motivation. When and how to utilize them. What motivates you to get up each morning and tackle the tasks ahead? Is it intrinsic or extrinsic? Is your motivation other-focused or self-focused? There are many layers to this topic of motivation, but sometimes it gets oversimplified in the fitness world. Coach Michelle and I took a deep dive this week to share the role motivation can play in our lives and how we best utilize them ourselves. Thank you for listening as always. Please don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes. Let's get this started. How motivated are you today, Dooms? Um, I'm going to say highly. Highly motivated. Highly, How yes. Come? I don't know. Because it sounded better than not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to talk about motivation. Uh-huh. So I heard this great quote this week uh, when I was watching Catching Up on some Perform Better seminars. And... Uh, this uh, this lady, her name is Geraldine Cooper Smith. She's awesome. Uh, she explained motivation as the voice of reason against the brat and the chicken in your head. Mm. The brat is the one that tells you, like, no, you don't want to do this. You can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't feel like doing this. Chicken is the one that says, you can't do this. You're not qualified to do this. So the motivation is the one that kind of towers over them and said, yes, you can. Gotcha. Good okay. analogy, I mm-hmm. thought. Sure. Um, and I think, so I want to talk about motivation in different aspects. I think in the fitness world, the motivation gets pushed forward so far up somebody's butt. Like motivation is all you need. Motivation is what you need to rely on. You need to be motivated. It's too much. Mm-hmm. I think there are times that you should rely on motivation and there are times that we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and understanding the whole picture will help us kind of navigate through what is motivation, how to utilize it best, and what when's the day that we should say, you know what, I'm just going to take a day off. I'm going to step, take a step back. Right. So that's our topic for the day. Um, for you personally, Dupes, when do you find yourself relying on like something to motivate you or somebody to motivate you? Okay, so this one's easy for me. When, you know, you you hit those, um, I don't want to call it a setback, but, you know, you hit those kind of low points where you're just, you're just not doing it. And then you might need somebody to come in and, and remind you, or you've got to remind yourself, like, you can do this. Um, you know, not just in fitness, just in anything. You get, you know, when you get in a slump, I guess a slump is a good word. Yeah. And that's when I need it the most. And slumps happen for different reasons. Changes season, um, you know, changes in life. Mm-hmm. Are you more of an intrinsic or extrinsic person? So let's explain those two first. So mm-hmm. intrinsic is like self-motivated, right? Like, so you want to you wanna work hard because you have a goal that you want to achieve. Right. Extrinsic is like... I want to eat my pizza tonight, so I'm going to work out. Not not a good example, but you know what I'm saying? Like right. there's like something external that you're looking forward to as a reward um, that you're motivated by, whereas intrinsic is self-driven, inter- internal. Yeah, I'm going to say intrinsic, especially yeah. the older I get. I think maybe when I was younger, there was more of a motivating thing, but now that I'm older, it's mm. it's me. I think that's a, 
an age thing anyway, just yeah. in general. But don't you think in the fitness world, it's very extrinsic motivation yes. driven, yes. right? Like look like this in mm-hmm. a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. um, be able to, you know, good naked on the beach. Right. And who's <laughs> naked on the beach, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but like, it's very extrinsic motivation driven and there, there's danger in that mm-hmm. because when you don't achieve the extrinsic and the, the goal that you set out for yourself, mm-hmm. then you become defeated. Yes. So intricate, to me like intrinsic motivation never dies Mm -hmm. so you have a certain goal that you want to achieve and it's a long haul and and, you know whatever it may be you want to be healthy you want to be able to play with your kids you want to be playing the sports that you play now 20 years from now Mm -hmm. whatever that may be that will kind of keep driving driving you forward right uh i mean there's no better intrinsic motivation from my perspective than your health Right. So when you put that forward, it's easy to do the work Mm -hmm. or in work setting when your family is important. So then you want to take care of your family. When you put that forward, it's easy to go to work. Yes. Um, Intrinsic motivation. I think key to it is making it other centered, even in work. Right. So like when I think of my work, I think in terms of how can I make an impact on somebody's day? Mm hmm. How can I make the kids that I work with, can I, can I make the 45 minutes I spend with them memorable? How can I do that? So if you make it other-centered intrinsic motivation, it's easy to get up and it's easy to take the time to plan and make sure that everything is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's just centered around you, the motivation side, then that's where it gets tricky. So if you don't feel like getting up in the morning, you don't feel like doing the work because you're like, I'm just not feeling it today. That's when you tend to like stay in bed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Yeah. So, which some days it's okay. Some, some days, days yes. Yeah. So <laughs> we want to talk about that. Like we don't want to heavily rely on motivation all the time. Right. There are times that you have to kind of muster the energy to rely on your motiv- motivation, but you also need to like be able to look at the entire picture and say, you know what? Like today, I think I just need to refuel and recharge. Right. Society tells us, our society, I think, makes us feel, especially moms, I think, mm-hmm. we feel like we can't take those days off. We need to keep going, 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 going. Uh, even some of the fitness stuff that we're fed, it, mm. it tells us, like, we got to keep going. And even on my rest days, this is what I'm doing, you know. Um, yeah, we're, yeah, some days it's just okay to chill. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, we've talked about this uh, idea of, in society, we go back and forth between the extreme opposites, Mm -hmm. right? The extreme opposite for the longest time was, you need to rely on your motivation. You need to be motivated to do this, blah, 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 like gun-ho, let's go all out. And then there came the time of like, rest and recharge is important. You need to refuel. (laughs) You need to take care of yourself. You know, the truth is it lies somewhere in the middle. Right. You need to learn how to tune into your motivation, utilize your intrinsic or extrinsic motivation to the best of your abilities and, you you know, kind of center your energy towards other centered motivation mm-hmm. and also know the time and place to take care of yourself through um, R&R. Right. Um, and, and that's that's also important. It's a balance. Yeah, it's a balance. Right. And just learning how to kind of navigate through the web of the difficulties in and going finding where the middle ground is for you because every everybody's going to have a different uh different place in that middle ground because it's not just everybody's middle is not going to look the same mm-hmm. you know 
And so finding that place is going to be the key in figuring out what motivates you, how to motivate yourself when you're not. And it's easy when you have your eyes exactly where your eyes are set. Like when you understand where your eyes are set. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so, So my challenge this week would be to figure out what drives you, what motivates you. And the thing that motivates you right now, is it other centered or is that me centered? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I personally, from just observing people and working with people and for myself, me centered motivations have a tendency to burn out quicker than other centered motivations. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Would you uh, agree with that? Uh huh. Yeah. I haven't processed that, but I do agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if your motivation is based on you and you alone, maybe try to find something that motivates you that's more other-centered mm-hmm. and go from there, start from there. And also understand, like, what's your capacity? You know what I mean? Like, your capacity is important to understand because right. there's only so much we can handle in a day. If your to-do list is one through 100 every single day, <laughs> you're, and I don't know how people operate that like that. I mean, there's no way, at least for me, if I had 100 things to do each day, that I'm going to be able to perform all 100 tasks at 100% energy. Right. Yes. Right? Yes. Are you looking at my to-do list at my house right now? Because I have lots really of them. Yeah. They're all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you, yeah. yeah, and you do. And you don't. It's, it's hard to get to. I have to put it down on paper so that I... But yeah, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't. That it, and and then sometimes you get to shutdown mode too when you get too much. So right. putting too much pressure on yourself, which can be, you know, translated into fitness, into life, all of that. Mm-hmm. If you put too much on yourself, then you're not going to be able to focus on any of the things that you have to do because you're focusing on too many all at once. Yeah, and I'm going to add on that. Like, so I keep talking about the other centered motivation items you know, other centered intrinsic, intrinsic motivation that also has to tie into like serving your needs and serving yourself. So like, it's really, so I'm going to use myself as an example because it's easy to explain like mm-hmm. how I think and how I operate. And I try to relate it to what I'm trying to say. So then it's not, I'm not just talking about a fluffy idea. I'm giving you a concrete example of what this looks like in the real life. Um, so when I talk about, when I think about like working with kids, I love it, mm-hmm. right? Like I get so much out of working kids because I feel like that's my calling from God. Right. So to serve my call from God, I need to attack or, you know, approach the classes that I work with, with the right intention. So what is that right intention? The right intention is if I'm spending 45 minutes with them, that that becomes the highlight of their day. They get something out of it. That mm-hmm. they walk out of the uh, out of the studio with a smile on their face because they had a great time. So it doesn't have to be the you know the best moment of the day every time. Mm-hmm. No, but I want that to be one of the high points that they went through and they experienced each day. Right. And that's my driving force, right? And it's easy for me to make that my, my driving force because I feel like I'm calling. I'm responding to the call that's been given from God. Mm-hmm. So it goes both ways. 
because I can see how you can be motivated to serve others. But if it's not fulfilling you, it could become a burden. Yes. Which I see a lot of moms go through. Right. Yes. Like a lot of moms volunteer for things and it's serving. And from other people, it's like, wow, like Michelle's doing so much volunteer work. It's <laughs> wonderful. But if it's not serving you. Right. Because you're just doing out of the need, uh-huh. then you're going to flare out. Yes. Yes. Right. I think that actually happens to me. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, talk about it. Well, you do. You burn out. Mom burnout is huge. It's yeah. huge. And now that, uh, you know, now that I'm older, I've just learned to set boundaries. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, what's fulfilling to me? Like, yes, I will. I want to help with this project, but this is how much I have to give. Whereas mm-hmm. before I would give and give and give and give and give. And sometimes the more you give, the more people will take. And yes, then... absolutely. One hundred percent. So setting boundaries is a is a big thing that I'm working on at this point in my life. Where you still need to do the things that make you feel good, but you need to have limits also. Mm-hmm. And you need to do it in those areas where you thrive, not mm-hmm. because somebody else is pushing you toward doing that. Yeah. So all in all of this to say, like, motivation sounds like a simple concept, right? Be motivated to get up in the morning and get your workout in. That's <laughs> like what the fitness industry promotes. Mm-hmm. It's not as simple as that. Motivation starts with self-examination and self-discovery of like, what what does motivate you? Mm -hmm. And honestly, like, if food motivates you, that's what you know. Like, I like eating food. Good. I mean, like, at (laughs) least you figured it out. Like, you like, you enjoy eating food. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's one aspect of what motivates you. But, like, what else motivates you? Does it motivate you to keep your health in check? Yes. So if you have gone through health scares, or if you've seen your family members fall to, you know, health-related issues from overeating or diabetes or anything like that, then that might become a motivation factor to certain individuals. Mm-hmm. Or, like, go on doctor's visits and they're told, according to the BMI, you're overweight, and that had, like, a negative, in, in, you know, impact on you. Which a lot of people like BMI is bull crap, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't like BMI in general. But anyhow, that's what the doctors base the numbers off of. You know, if that's the motivating factor, that's good. Like keep that in mind. I'm not saying that let that be the only factor, but keep that in mind and like start this start figuring yourself out. Mm-hmm. Like if you have this goal of like I want to lose weight, instead of just jumping into the plan, find out the why. Yes. You find out the why, so then you can kind of figure out what's going to be your motivational factor Mm -hmm. because you can't just be the the coach or the trainer that's going to work with you that's going to be the motivation factor because this is what we run into right it's like clients will set set sessions or have the all intention all right i'm going to start this journey i'm going to buy 10 cents your package i'm going to work with you michelle we're going to go three times a week right great first week they show up three times Uh second week they show up two times Mm -hmm. third week they may not even show up right Right. And they have all kinds of excuses, right? Mm-hmm. And then some of them are legit, like, oh, my dog's puking. Is it really? Or is this a made-up joke? You know what I mean? <laughs> But, like, that's what I mean. Is like you can't always just rely on outside factors to drive you every single mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Because your voice inside your head is going to be stronger at certain moments. Right. And, yeah, absolutely what you're saying is uh, – you have to look at, yeah, and and why is it that you said you have to find your why? Why is it that you want to lose weight? Is it And it, it, it's not always that, you know, my pants don't fit. What is that doing to your thoughts? What's happening there, too? So you have to 
pool that all together also. Um, is my emotional well-being okay right now? And, you know, so, so let that motivate you. Why do I want to lose weight? Well, I need to for health reasons, but also I'm unhappy. Mm. So then you have to start to break that down and, and see what's happening there and, and, uh, and work on all of that. So, yeah, motivation is a, it's, it's pretty deep what motivates people, and it can't just be a quick fix. And I don't think you can ever rely on just one external factor. It has to come from really deep within. So, you know, this, this subject also touches on this idea that, like, have you ever wondered why we're so, like, wired to think negatively, in mm -hmm. a sense? You know, mm -hmm. like, our negative thoughts consume us, right? right? And I was asking my therapist, I said, like, why are we as humans so negatively wired? And she said, I think part of it, and, you know, th there's some research that's done on this, comes from the scarcity mindset. So when you go back in time to when we were hunter-gatherers, right? Okay. We were thinking in terms of where's the next meal coming from, right? So they have to go and hunt and constantly they have to think about, all right, we don't want to be hungry, so we need to go hunt. Mm -hmm. That was a mindset that was born from back then. And I think somewhat of that still gets carried over to today. Not the same situation. We don't need to go and hunt for food. Mm -hmm. Some people like to do that. But in, in terms of for us, it's like a scarcity mindset of like, you know, we don't have enough. Okay. We always have that mindset, right? Yes. We don't have enough. Mm -hmm. And then so when you start to think we don't have enough, why don't we have enough? Then the why don't we have enough becomes like, oh, I don't have enough because, and we start reasoning ourselves. Right. And then the negative thoughts born. Right. Does that make sense? Comparing, yes. Yeah, comparison, and the, and the all that kind of cycle. stuff. Endless cycle of insanity loop. And mm -hmm. it's, it's almost like nowadays, if you think about it, people who are not trapped in that cycle is the abnormal ones. Mm. You know what I mean? Sure. So you you find somebody that's really really optimistic and don't think that way, and people look at you like, "Wow, you're weird." <laughs> that's true. That is. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Uh, I mean, like, it depends on the day when you talk to me, but like, people do look at me like, "Wow, you're strange." You know, like, it's, <laughs> and I'm kind of used to it at that point. But <laughs> we just know it to be true. <laughs> <laughs> just think positively. Everything's gonna be okay. Right. I know. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah, my Why wife tells me all the time. Why can't we just all like each other? <laughs> yeah, but my wife tells me all the time. She's like, you know, you don't live in La La Land. <laughs> Sometimes I do. <laughs> I just prefer to live in. Yeah, I like it there. I do too. <laughs> I do too. That's why we get along so well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like becoming aware of yourself, like in any process, like if you're looking for self improvement, whether you know physically mentally spiritually whatever mm -hmm. it has to start with it right mm -hmm. it has to, it's not necessarily like i need to add this into my life i need to do this for me i need it, it's not it doesn't start there it starts by looking within yourself and say like okay i want to do this but why mm -hmm. and how can i combat that and how can i make a plan based on that why and what is going to get me to do which is motivation, what motivation intrinsically and extrinsically is going to drive me towards that direction. Right. And, and when I'm thinking about intrinsic and extrinsic motivation, you know, can I make this motivation other driven at the same time, fulfill my, fulfill my soul somehow. So mm -hmm. then I'm not just giving and giving and giving. Right. And I think Same. it's really important to be very fair to yourself, too, when you're mm. looking internally to make sure that you're finding out those reasons 
you know, if it's just, let's say we always use this as an example, but you know, I really want to lose weight. Why is that? And be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. Really be honest. Is there something that's lacking in your life? And, you know, so maybe losing weight is good and that's a good end result, but there might be other things that you have to fix along the way too and let that motivate you as as you go along. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, you know, we live in this like fast-paced culture. So mm -hmm. everybody wants result right away. But like patience is so important, right? Like that's something that's one of the missing pieces of today's society is everybody's so impatient. Mm -hmm. And I think they're also impatient with themselves, right? Not with not just with others, but they're we're also very impatient with ourselves. Right. And we need to be a little bit more graceful to ourselves and take the time to discover who we are mm -hmm. um, so that we can help us get to where we want to be. Right. So if we don't want to be helped, if we want if we don't want to help ourselves, then we can't go to that level that we want to go to or where we want to go exactly yeah and that's so important helping yourself and then you can help others and and be strong right yeah. and yeah and that comes down back to like if your cup is not full then you have not if your cup is empty then you have nothing to give to others right even you even if you think you can if your cup's empty there's nothing to be given mm -hmm. to be given so you want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself in that regards and i think a lot of people mistake taking care of yourself as a bad thing right. or in, in a wrong way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to spend thousand dollars to take care of yourself. There are other things that you can do, you know, like just learning about yourself, sitting down and taking notes, which mm -hmm. doesn't cost anything. Right. And just writing down your thoughts. That's taking care of yourself. Right. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be. I'm going to go on a spa trip with my girlfriend. <laughs> right, right. You know? Right. <laughs> I mean, sure, that's one form, but that's not all there is to it. There's a lot of layers of self-care that you can do um, that's cost-effective and that's more efficient. And it might not seem luxurious, but taking care of yourself is not about being – it doesn't have to be luxurious. It can be really, really – cheap and affordable and simple and it should be yeah because yes. a lot of times like think about it like you said the thousand dollar purchase or the spa trip or losing the 20 pounds that doesn't necessarily meet you where you need to be met with whatever else is going on like why do you think losing 20 pounds is going to make you happier and is it actually going to make you happier because that's not always the answer there's usually something else why is that thousand dollar purchase why is the spa trip going to be what you need because after that spa trip are you actually going to feel better did you take care of what needs to be taken care of um first and i think that's what a lot of people see is that they're constantly looking for those quick fixes for goals rather than actually looking to see where where they actually need to be motivated and where they actually need to to fix or fill up their cups however you're looking at it yeah i mean sometimes looking at hard look in your hard look about yourself in the mirror is the hardest oh step. it's so hard right? it's so hard yeah. i mean let's let's be real like when you're making those thousand dollar purchases are you really doing it for yourself mm-hmm or are you doing it to impress others? Right. You know, it might be an unconscious decision to do so, but or keeping up with the Joneses, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. Like, is that what's really driving you? In that case, that's an extrinsic motivation that's not necessarily positive. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's why I say, like, you know, really take the time to evaluate what you're doing and why you're doing, because you'll find out, like, what's really motivating you in that regards. Right. You know, right. I think that's yeah, it's a really a important point that you just made that, you know, what's motivating you isn't always healthy. So you need to take a deep look at that 
and see, okay, so this is my motivating factor. This is why I want that $1,000 whatever. Mm-hmm. But what's that going to do for me, you know? So without exactly. that $1,000 whatever, I still have this problem. Yeah. You know, this person doesn't like me or I don't feel like I fit in with these friends or... Right, and then price tag is a funny thing. And I, I don't know if the the female brain works a little differently, but, like, if you show me, uh, let's say, an expensive bag... Mm-hmm. I would never know. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, I am the same way. Yeah. It's like, is it, uh, you see this Gucci bag? I was yeah. like, oh, that's Gucci. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Is that like $20 or like, <laughs> is that like $250 or is that more? Like, I have no idea. What value does that possess? You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I'm the minority here because yeah. what I am more impressed by, hey, I got this bag for $18. <laughs> it doesn't matter what's on it, but like, hey, that looks like a durable bag that you got for $18. Nice. nice yeah. yeah. You found a sale? <laughs> yeah. Way to go, buddy. I know, like you spent five hundred dollars <laughs> on a purse. What? Yeah. So I know everybody's like, click, not listening to this podcast anymore, <laughs> <laughs> or don't Which, take your bag into Michelle's class. No, no, I totally respect it if there's things that you love, but yeah, yeah, for I mean, me, yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me. That doesn't motivate me. Yeah, and I, I'd, I'd say like I, t- I'm typically on the same page as you. I yeah. Know. I also, you know, like expensive cars, like, oh, it looks cool, but like I have no desire to drive them. No you way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want a vehicle that carries me for a long time. Yes. At an affordable rate. Mm-hmm. And that's all I care about. Yes. That I can drop my popcorn on the floor and not <laughs> <laughs> really cry about it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, you know, take some time this week to evaluate what motivates you. Like what really, and, and this is, um, you know, self journal kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may have to do a deep dive into really what motivates you intrinsically and extrinsically, and then find a path and try to make it other centered instead of self centered. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to summarize some of the stuff that we talked about, um, and you know, go on a journey of self discovery. I think that's really really important to figure out all this because when you can connect the dot between your intrinsic motivation uh, centered around others. Um, and it also fulfills your need, it really becomes easy to do what you're hoping to do yes, and get the result that you want in the long run, but also be patient with it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some of the seeds that, I, seeds that I planted within this dance program or the kids that I'm working with, I'm finally being able to see it after seven years of working with them. Right. Did I know that this is what it's going to look like seven years ago? No, I had no idea what it was going to look like. But now, standing where I am, looking at them, I am super proud of how they, how far they've come mm-hmm. and the way they're able to dance and the way the things that they're doing, how they're interacting with each other. And that's a result of seven years of hard work and being driven to show up with you know, this mentality of I want to deliver the best program that I can and make their experience here memorable. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I, I didn't do it. They put the work in, but I made sure that they kept coming back. So the fact that they kept coming back, mean I'd like to think that it meant they had fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if they weren't having fun, then they wouldn't return for seven years. Right. But being able to see that now is really, really, truly incredible. And I'm grateful that I get to see that process. Um, but like I said, it takes a long time. Right. So yeah, be this. graceful to yourself and continue to be patient. And just, it's like a growing a tree. 
you know, like a fruit tree. Mm-hmm. Like you have to plant it and then you water it. First three years, you may not see a single fruit. But after several years, you're going to start to see the labor of your hard work and you get to taste it. And it's pretty, pretty darn cool. Exactly. Anything else you want to add, dudes? (laughs) (laughs) Why, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just be realistic. Be flexible. Be honest with yourself. And, uh, you know, in being flexible, it's like, you know, Hitty said over seven years, I'm sure that you've had to change your your thoughts a few times you've had to change your approach but in the end what motivated you stayed the same so dig deep it's not easy and uh be true to you that's right thank you for listening as always and please don't forget to subscribe to our show on itunes and we'll talk to you next week bye everyone